0: Good morning, all. Good morning. I Here's how bad it is. I know. Let's get this volume up. There we go. Aaron, you do your hair. That's how bad it was. It's. I, I got up, and I'm like looking. I'm like, okay, it's dry and scratchy and feathery. My long hair, I'm trying to grow my long hair back from back in my 20s and late teens before I either lose it or goes totally gray or whatever. Chris Muir again, day-by-day day cartoon. Uh, .com, take a look at him. <laughs> I've mentioned him before, but he's he's a boomer. One of the few boomers, one of my few mentors. But, uh, very, very few persons out there that I look up to. Because there's a couple guys I do look up to. And he's got this long hair. And he's like, good, you got a good set of hair. Grow your hair out long. I'm like, why? You never know what you're going to lose. And I said, "What? Well, it's kind of late right now. And you think my grandpa on my mom's side... He had hair till he died. What did? No, but I, I my hair wasn't as beautiful as it is now. This dude's got a nice mane of hair. I'm like, well, geez, how thick was it? Yeah. So I'm a, he's smarter than me. I'm, I'm gonna listen to him. So, um uh, and it it ain't it ain't being it ain't behaving like the hair I used to have. <clears throat> I don't know if they've changed the product or what, but there's no way to get this thing. Moisturize with one product so it stays the freak out of my eyes and it doesn't get all staticky. I'm always scratching my head because I look like a guy from the 1980s in a Magnum P.I. show where they all had feather hair. Everybody in Magnum P.I., except Magnum, had that feathered hair. Well, okay, I guess TC, but the dude was Black Adafro. What's he going to do about it? But Rick, uh, all the other guys, all feathery 80s hair. Then Magnum just had this mop with your small Detroit hat which set on top of... I've been watching that show, and more recently, there's two episodes in a row. They always, intre- you know, they have the little cut scenes up front. You're like, oh, my God, is making them going to make it out this time. But then they always show the hot chick. And then there was this gal, this chick, blonde, like, oh, okay, that's just a lady. She's old. Not old, but, you know, she was, like, in her 40s. And, uh, oh, she's, like, the old. Trophy wife. Yeah. Magnum's Magnum's is going to unlock the secret here. And then he ends up kissing her like, whoa, 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 Uh dude, what, what the hell? Why, why are you kissing her? And then we watched through that one. And that it, it was a bit jarring that he was kissing such an old gal. Then the next episode they do her oh, next time on Magnum, like, oh God, what's going to happen to Magnum now? It's like the a team. I don't know if they're gonna make it. And uh, this gal's even older. It's like, okay, this is the widow. This, there's okay, he's got to find her lost son, and there's gonna be a a hot daughter. And uh, no, he ends up kissing this one too. And, and best as my logic could get me to, to think it is now with adult eyes, experience adult eyes. I start to see what the show how they are marketing and they're, they're going for the older ladies. Like even back then, even back then 40, and the last episode was like 50 was the do 25. Oh yeah. Lady, you're a 53 year old woman in the early eighties and you can kiss Tom Selleck. You can nab yourself, Tom Selleck. <laughs> and, and just, just in the plots of looking back, some of the plots are pretty good detective work, but now it's now like the plots are all right they're not as good as the original. The original ones were like uh you know, Sam Spade and Noir and who who did what. It's almost like the TJ Martinell book truthfully, tjmartinell.com. Good books. Um but now it's kind of like, well, <clears throat> we need some hot chicks in bikinis running around. Tom Selleck's got to walk out of the water without his shirt on. And now the gals are getting a little bit older. And you're like, "Oh, I see." Now it's become formulaic. I don't know. Anyway, my hair is starting to look like it is isn't here. So now I had to do that. Slowly waking up the coffee, slowly hitting the system. And here we are. And good morning, Corona. Good morning, everybody. The great, merciful Corona Chan welcomes you. First day I woke up to today. Aaron, why are you angry? Why are you always angry? It's just. I don't know, because dumb shit happens. (laughs) Am I supposed to be happy when the dumb shit happens? I get an asshole consulting request. By the way, everybody, if you've sent one, check your spam folders, because often my response ends up in spam, so we answered that. And this isn't an everyday occurrence, thank God, but I, I just sit there with my mouth agape as to how dumb you have to be. Because when you contact Asshole Consulting, there's a contact form. And contact forms serve several very important purposes. One, it's a legal contract that, like, hey, did you, did you click on the agree to the terms and the service thing? Well, fuck you. You can't sue me. So go fuck off. I don't know why. <clears throat> but, you know, you can sue anyone for anything, I guess. So that's one main thing. Second thing is to sc- screen out the spam. You'd be amazed how many autobot Russian spam emailers I get or how many free sex galleries you can get. Oh, my God. Free sex galleries. <laughs> like on all the porn galleries free. Why are you like who clicks on this link? Oh, you have the free sex. Ga- I thought no one else did. Thank God you emailed me, Akbar, with a .ru email extension. I wouldn't know where to go to get the free sex galleries onto interwebs. So it screens all that. It's another thing that email forms do. Uh, What else do they do? Oh, uh, and even though this doesn't happen, regular email does this normally, but if you do your email contact form right, you have them enter their email twice. Why do you suppose that is, ladies and gentlemen? Why? Why do we enter emails twice on contact forms? Well, because you might make a mistake the first, which is perfectly fine. People do typos typing all the time. Oh, I typed in my email address wrong. And it'll give you a warning saying, hey, your email then it highlights it red. Look right here. Here's your mistake. Which one is it? Is it Gmail or gmail.com Probably Gmail. Oh, I got to enter it right both. Oh, thank you, great and merciful Corona Chan contact form for ensuring I, an error-prone human, would enter my email correctly. <clears throat> but this has happened in the, what, six and change years of asshole consulting. I've had this happen maybe a dozen times. Get an email. Oh, it's from so-and-so. And then I respond. And then I'll get a... Uh, a kickback um, from the email service saying there is no email address like this. And what that means is somebody entered their email incorrect twice, but the exact same way, because it was the same mistake they made. And then the email went through. But since that email doesn't exist, I get an email return message because you entered your email the wrong way, the same way, twice. <laughs> Just fuck, really? That's the first email I and I got like a uh, auto form that like okay, here's the pricing, and, and it responds automatically. And then also, and I see there's an error, like a kickback message. I'm like, what? And I look, and it's gmail.com. Two M's. The idiot put two M's twice at the end of his email address. Dot com. Girls. I'm like, well, your rates just went up. Because it's about my time, ladies and gentlemen, my time. You're so arrogant and cocky. Well, what? It's not about your time in your world, Miss. I'm going to go collect a government check off of other people. It's my favorite. That's my favorite I, uh, uh, aspect or insight into quote, greed. Rich people, they're greedy. Why? That's their money there to, oh, it's greedy for them to earn and make as much money as possible either through a business or hard work or innovation or entrepreneurship. They make, they're, they're, And they're not giving you their money they earn, but it's not greedy for you to demand other people's money. No, no, no. Hard work, industriousness, and maybe frugality, maybe, hey, it's my money, I want to keep it. That's greedy. But you demanding other people demanding you get to parasite and enslave people for part of their wage and their life. That's not greedy. That's heroic and brave. It's just, <laughs> yes. If you're going to cost me an extra I don't know, five seconds of my day, you're going to pay. So that's how it goes. Uh, what do we got? I got kind of a mishmash of stuff. Um, Let's get through the Happy Mail, should we? Let's get through some Happy Mail. <clears throat> uh, boop, 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 boop. JT writes, Happy Mail. If I get into Happy Mail this time, guys, get into the Happy We haven't had, had Happy Mail, got hiccups. Been watching your videos for the last three years and noticed you talked negatively about teachers. So you just noticed that now, did you? <laughs> I don't talk negatively about teachers. I talk accurately about teachers. What else would you call a group of low IQ grade slop that like think teaching is hard and think they're the fucking master? One one guy, somebody sent me a, an image of a screenshot. Some teacher says, don't worry, everybody. Calm down. Remain calm. I have a superpower. I'm a te- I Just shut the fuck up. Just shut the fuck up, you sanctimonious fuck. I don't talk negatively about teachers. I point out what they are. They're overpaid babysitters. That is what they are. There are some good teachers. There are very few, very few. But most of them are pretty low IQ, pretty average, self-important jackasses. Well, I finally realized everything you said is true. Then it's not me being negative now, is it? Rocks are hard. Why are you so negative against rocks? Uh, you'll find out. Go hit your head against one. Boink. Oh, my God, Aaron, you were right about rocks. Teachers are jackasses that don't give a fuck about students at all. I'm in college taking online classes during a pandemic, and professors are increasing the workload so much to the point that I'm getting stressed out. Well, I don't know. people are out here dying, and all they care is fucking research papers due and exams. Academiccomposition.com. Hey, if you don't want to write your papers, go to academiccomposition.com where Alex's crack team of writing stuff will write your papers for you. <laughs> um, and are also refusing to extend assignments. Well, you got to hunker down, dude, and do the assignments, do the work. I see why you say teachers don't deserve to be paid more. Teachers, it's not only that, they're, that, that I'm ideologically against teachers, it's that they're obsolete. It's like we have kept this industry of the horse and buggy alive into like the 1940s. With teachers, well, maybe not the 40s. That's a bit of an extension. But certainly they've been around for 15 years more than they had to be. It's mood. It's academic. It's not going to happen. I mean, I think there will be an increase in the number. People are going online. I think that's going to happen. But K through 12 teachers, the parents need. Did we not learn anything from the great and merciful Corona Chan that parents are asking? Well, with the schools closed, who's going to feed my children? Do we not see the new mentality that has taken over American parents? They want their t- the real reason schools exist is to get their children out of the house so mommy can go work another job to pay for her SUV and daycare. <laughs> you work extra so you can pay for daycare. <laughs> Oh, I know you guys get pissed at him because like, and I'm not saying all oh, women got to work. I mean, that's not what I'm saying. Whoever makes the most is the one that should go work. But it just, it shows you so plainly obvious where their priorities are and how little they give a shit about their children. And like, just the, the, we need to have shit. We need to have stuff. And we're talking Republican districts, motherfuckers Where this is so Republican district. I got a buddy. I can't mention who, but he lives in a very prestigious name. Maybe not very, <clears throat> very prestigious would be gated. Like we're, oh yeah, those motherfuckers do got money. Like, if you go out into Vegas, the really prestigious places are gated communities with water fountains in front of your place. Like, okay, they got a water fountain in the motherfucking desert. Uh, they got real money. But this this guy, he lives in, like, in the YZ, in the Idita, in the YZ, in the Winnetka, in the uh, town of Prussia. Was it King of Prussia? King of Russia? What's that town outside of Philly? where the three rich people in Philadelphia live there was a mall there uh and man it the way they throw their kids under the bus so that they can live in this neighborhood and flash off the cars and then my buddy who's got eyes on the ground or ear on the ground they all talk to him about like oh dude i'm barely gonna make it this week (laughs) Those are the fuckers that need to send their kids off to school. So whoever it is, the both parents can work because they have to buy, they literally pay extra property taxes and daycare to outsource their parenting at expenses that cost more than parenting itself would if just someone stayed the fuck at home. So they could also buy shit. That's all it is. So they could buy overpriced, expensive shit. The main uh, uh, guilty subject being an SUV that that they can't afford. That's that's mainly the, the number. Or a nice BMW or Mercedes. Vanity. Can we just call it vanity? <clears throat> Those big-ass trampolines. Remember when you were a kid? Dude, man, they got a trampoline. Oh, man. It's like Might as well be in Fort Knox. You're like, wow, that's where the rich people, that's that's living, man. When you're a kid and they got a trampoline, we're talking those fuckers because what you didn't realize is that guy's parents and that gal's been the kid that in the neighborhood that had the trampoline, if you were lucky enough to live in a prestigious neighborhood such as that. Uh yeah, those those parents ain't got no money now. And and grandma, grand boomer grandma, uh grandma boomer. She's out there pulling tricks on oh, the only friends accounts for the, for the silver edition of OnlyFans. Only fans. Happy birthday to you. Prinkly fucking boobs. Happy birthday to you. Takes out her dentures. Happy birthday, Mr. President. Happy birthday to you. <sighs> and fucking dopes are still throwing those cows money. <laughs> oh, God. What do you do then? Like, I mean, you're you're approaching. That's your retirement plan. I guess. I guess she's going to the mat. Boomer women going to friends only accounts, going to the map before you get, they don't got nothing else. What women really got to worry about was when men start dying off more and the numbers just don't work anymore. Like, the guys, like, dude, I could get that at a nursing home for free and, like, in real, I'll have to pay. Here's the problem, like don't you run into the, the law of boomer tech, all these old guys don't, I don't know how to set up an OnlyFans account, how do I look at the internet, boobies, damn it, my day we looked at boobies in the real world, at Woodstock High, a plot listening to the doors, now they're all pruny and shit but I can't even access them because they gotta set up a username and a password, how do I know she's stripping if I can't see her, <clears throat> may you boomers have a miserable last fifth of life uh fuck them honestly hopefully you respond to this and maybe you make a video on how professors are making students lives miserable during a pandemic i would have thought they made your lives miserable both today and well into the future by charging you five hundred dollars a credit in exchange for a worthless piece of shit paper, not to mention the indoctrination and programming and brainwashing to be a spoiled kuantahaha haha, that makes you completely unemployable. Worse, a legal and financial risk to even hire you. Let's make sure we don't get too far behind on the super chats. Juan Navarro, he's our third string Latino. We got our, we got our main, we got our, our quarterback. Main quarterback is Atham. We got our second string. That's Juan Cabrera. And then we got a third string, Juan Navarro. This doesn't mean Juan Navarro's not a good Latin quarterback. Doesn't mean he's not a good Hispanic quarterback. Just he, he just got into the team too late. That's all. And then Adam's gonna pull a hamstring or get old or get sacked or something. We're gonna have to move everybody up. <clears throat> Juan for two bucks. Hey Cappy, how do I get the Tennessee girls? Just, remember? This will be this will test how old you are. Remember the day we used to think there was something wrong with the girls in your geographic location because that was the most logical and obvious uh, d- deduction, not deduction, thing to deduce? Like, yeah, there's something wrong with the girls here. Something's in the water. It, <laughs> Juan, it doesn't matter, man. It just doesn't matter. It's, uh, it's the same thing. You go to a seeking arrangement and you pay. That's the simplest, most effective, and cheapest, and painless way uh but if you want to talk to you, you go out and you hit the gym and uh, you all know <coughs> tennessee i don't know i suppose you have a big truck and a cowboy hat i, I really don't but it's kind of cool like i live here how do i get girls in in this town how do you get girls at that it doesn't matter it doesn't matter the media the the political brain why it's over it's universal it's nationwide it's going global it's becoming standardized. It, it, have you noticed like I, this? I'm not kidding. I'm not saying, but just as in the olden days, guys, my age, said, boy, there's something wrong with the girls in my, age. we didn't realize Cosmo and, and L and all these other, uh, 10,000 ways to tell that the men in your life suck. We didn't realize this pre proto internet brainwashing was going on. Also, did you know, we saw it happen where the restaurants became standardized. You see where the restaurants became standardized where a strip mall, like McDonald's was a treat. It was a real treat. But now it's like Subway, Dental Office, Chipotle, uh, Cold Stone Creamery, and the local Vietnamese restaurant or Asian restaurant. That that We saw that happen. It was standardized. And it's because there was nationwide trends happening in the United States that made those things economic and it's the same thing on other aspects economics politics courtship uh dating strategies it's it's uh it's standardized uh, what's the word i is homogenized the word I'm looking for <clears throat> so it doesn't matter if you're in Tennessee or Texas uh Judd grover for two books did you forget to f- or phase out the corona trend no i did i i forgot i forgot the, the Two before this one. The last one I did, The Great Merciful Crown Chan Prayer. Oh, we'll, we'll get that one. Done. I'm only a moderately professional professional uh, podcaster. King of Prussia. Thank you, Demarsh. King of Prussia. That's what it was. Oh, let's get through a couple more here, and then we'll go back to some happy mail. Seth Snyder for 5 bucks. Thank you for your time. Can this country afford $1,200 paychecks for 80 million citizens? Yeah, we can. We're just going to cause inflation in the housing market and rent and the stock market and people won't be able to retire and tuition. Eight Laws of physics. Seth, I don't know if, you're, if you studied physics or science, or math, but everything must balance. If we print off $2 trillion, something's going to go up by an equal percentage amount in terms of price and cost. You just can't print off more money. The United States can afford it a little bit more because right now the world's our bitch, but, uh, yes, we can, but the, you know, the Weimar Republic could afford to go out to entople, look at Zimbabwe. They, they, they can afford what happens to your economy and prices is a different matter, but yeah, you could afford it. Sure. Women, women can afford to major in stupid shit. Men can afford to major in stupid shit too, by the way, although it's, we only do it at half the rate women do. You could, you could do that. You could party. You could spend your money on a Dupro, use Beamer 360s, hat on sideways glasses. You can do that. You can afford it. You will just live a really, really, really sucky life afterwards. <clears throat> you could cut off your dick. You could, you can, I don't you could do anything you want. The worst that happens is you die. Well, actually, the worst that happens is you suffer a long and painful life and then you die. <laughs> you could you can afford anything. Ronan Boyle for five British pounds. Thank you for your email reply, Cappy. I work nights, so I'm sorry I didn't get back to you last night. And I'll probably buy some Norwegian Cruiser. Yeah, uh, Ronan had a question about um, which investments or which cruise lines to invest in. I can't I can't give specific investment advice, guys. I can't. I can tell you things like, you know, mutual or not mutual funds, index funds beat the professionals historically eight out of nine out of 10 times. Now is a better time to buy stocks than when the stock market was up 30%. Um, pay off your debts. But what do you think about this stock or this? And and Ronan asked a very innocent question. He wanted me to analyze three companies and the uh, cruise line industry. And I'm like, dude, that would cost $10,000 because I got to pull all their financial statements. Then I got to analyze the industry. Then I got to update. I used to be able to do some of that because you'd have this background knowledge of the economy, some major sectors within the economy. So you had the backdrop, you had the environment. But then you'd have to analyze individual companies. And then I realized, fuck that shit. You could beat most investment professionals by investing in the index. Juan, don't want Tennessee girls all out of shape single moms. But you're Latino, Juan. What? (laughs) (laughs) Ah, ah. (laughs) Coffee's kicking in now, boys. (laughs) What do you mean? Is that your national anthem or something? (laughs) What? Uh, I bet there's a bit of the who dang, diggly, do dang, diggly, do down there in Tennessee, right? I wonder. It's the sad, you get into the sticks. Wisconsin was the same way when I was in college, you know, 20 odd years ago. Um, It was, uh, it was who's, who's pregnant now game. That's what we used to do. Like, who's, and really, like if you ever went back every three months, somebody you knew would be pregnant. White people, by the way. Uh, what else we got? Miguel Angel Casillas. Miguel is like our water boy. He's our water boy. He's like he he. T- I'm good with four strings. No, how many strings do we need, Miguel? Just waiting for tenure. All right, all right. You but you're water boy. Now you're never going to throw no ball. You're you're our cheerleader fetcher. You go find us some non obese cheerleaders. David, one twenty eight for five bucks. I know how much you love Ilian Omar. Oh, I do. Searching search talking points. Omar discusses new marriage to political consultant, Tim, Mynet. No, I don't have to. She's always been in love with that guy. She was using um, her citizenship to get relatives into the United States. She's uh, I. I cannot you can hate alien Omar for being the evil, vile person she is that that much we can't. But there's always been evil, vile people. What you really should hate or just throw your hands up in disgust is the Minnesotans who voted her in because they're such spineless fucking self-loathing pussies they want to make it look look see we don't hate women or Somalis they're so understanding that's where that and there should be criminal investigation charges other stuff like misappropriation of funds and things like that although that that crosses a lot of political spectrums. That's not just a Democrat thing. Um, but yeah, this is probably the guy she loved the most because he's a white guy. Come on, let's go. I mean, really? Let's just, <laughs> kidding! Kidding! Oh, racial jokes so early in the morning. Um, that's probably who she loved the most. That's who it's been this entire time. Uh, I mean, what do you want me to say? She got the two equal uh, criminals into this country. Minnesotans, I just can't throw enough money at these people. Can't throw enough money at Ilian and Omar to show how not racist we are. So I don't care. Uh, Juan Navarro for Bella 99. I don't want to say, oh, we already did that one. Are we caught up? Can we go back to the happy mail? We can't. Um, so there we go. Okay, so thank you for the happy mail there, JT. Uh, Ravi, if you if you're listening, I responded to your email. Check your spam folder. Carl writes, "Good morning, Aaron. Oh, six thirty here. I slept late. You asked about emails about maintaining agency purpose and meaning. Yeah, I mean, what are you guys doing during the Corona Chan thing? <clears throat> I'd like to give you my information. You can feel free to share any or all on your media, but keep me anonymous. And no, I'm not gonna. No, no, no. Don't write a paragraph and then. Oh, by the way, keep me anonymous." First thing, keep me anonymous. That's what I want to know. No one's going to know um, your real name. No one's going to guess with the name Carl. Um, in a, however, here's a brief outline of what's going on. I live in a very, fairly fancy area. I worked for the state I live in for over two decades, science stuff. I left for a corporate environment and then worked for a couple of years before I was downsized. It was before the Corona chain hit. I got a consultation job <clears throat> so I can work from home. My hours got cut to 25 hours per week, so now I work 25 hours a week. Well, at least you got something to do. At least you're working at home. I live with my wife and her 13-year-old daughter. Is it her daughter from another guy? You get demerit points for that. My love is very... Is a very kind woman. However, she tends to be a bit bleeding heart and an awful liar. I have a 19 year old daughter who I raised from 4 minutes old until she was 16. Her mother encouraged her to lie about me having custody reversed. I haven't heard or seen from her since. I have a sister and a niece. I have no contact with them. I have three dogs. Back to the topic. Agency. I maintain. agency you see? I have a clear idea of what I'm going to do and why. I had to get a very clear idea on that. On the days I work, I wear a dress shirt and slacks. Yeah, I heard a lot. Well. <laughs> I heard people like, yes, put on your suit and tie. Put on your dress and blah, blah, blah. I feel like you're doing it. I maintain a good positive schedule to work, exercise, walk my dogs, clean the house. Sometimes this is not what my partner wants. That's okay. She doesn't have to follow. I deeply know that at the end, there will be me and me. My vote, motivation is that I know that my external environment acts on my internal mm-hmm. environment so that I want a clear mind and a calm spirit. I have to take care of my space. Do be aware my partner and her child are not neat freaks or minimalists like me. So keep in mind. So keeping my house, cleaning meals, cook—I love to cook—is fo- is more about self care. <laughs> I find it hard to look past their clutter because it's all totally avoidable. But as always, you're right—they are lazy. Yeah, no, it's just it's even your loved ones. You're there. We're like here's another the minimalist or the non-pro. Here's another superior, rate, the, uh, superior race. The non-procrastinators—those people who get shit done—and other people are oh, what. I could file an extension. You want to talk about people, you want, really, I'm not joking. You want to talk about a, a, a mark of somebody who is an inferior person and is going to drag you down or just not going to be able to keep up. <clears throat> somebody who procrastinates. Similar to, overlaps a lot with people who are not minimalists because not only are they complicating their lives with shit they can't afford, they're complicating the finances, but they also have now more shit they got to worry about. It's not productive shit like, oh, I got a little thing going on here. I got a little business going on there. I'm working on that. It's just a lot of shit they take on that they can't, you know, like they get a dog they can't take care of. You know, they're not willing to put in there. So the dog's, you know, health checkup gets delayed. Or the car maintenance. There's a huge one that directly affects your finances. Well, I didn't know I had to change the oil. No, well, the engine won't work. Well, now something that would have cost you 35 bucks to repair. With an oil change is now a, a three, four, $5,000 engine repair replacement. So, yeah, the procrastinators, yeah, look out of <clears> them. <throat> the possibility that I have enabled them because of my agents, because through my agency, everyone circles around them, they resent it. Well, get rid of them. I also don't watch TV or read the news. I'm very yeah, good. It's good. The constant lies of fear, migraine just pissed me off. So I've, I've been known. To notice that I pay 200 a quarter to send sewage out of the house and 200 a month to pump it back in on glowing screens and sanity. Uh, how long is this? My purpose is to live quietly, simply, and comfortably. The ladies do make this a challenge. Get rid of them. Since I've always gotten up early, this is one way to focus, meditate, and gather my energies to follow my purpose. My wife rushes from one thing to another, back and forth at her clutter office. Yeah, there you go. I tend to be much more deliberate knowing what I choose to do and how I do it. I get irritated when they slow me down or get my way. You have no idea. I've seen this happen the reverse too. It's not necessarily men versus women on this one. Uh, Skewing uh, left, (laughs) which means skewing women. (laughs) Because they're socialists, get it? Uh, I remember, especially if you don't have the money. And, like, work is, like, your connection to living. Like, if I do not work, bitch, I will not eat. A lot of you young guys have this happen, too. Like, the gal, like, let's go to Florida travel. You're like, um, with what fucking money? And I'm starting to bring up some memories now. And <clears throat> some clients I had where, you know, uh, precious Princess Priscilla her daddy's like, Well, here's some money for uh, what's the one where all the college kids go to? Spring break, sweetheart. Nothing's too good for my little princess. And you're worker schlep schlow, Bob. Uh, I don't have that stipend coming in for my parents. Matter of fact, I don't know who my parents are why let's go why don't you want to go to Florida why can't you I don't know if our relationship if you can't invite the and it's also and now you guys are such simps and you think so much with your little dick you will give up food and rent to go on a travel without presents. like you email me like, what should I do uh, eat I don't know what would you like to do? Get evicted? How about you tell the bitch to fuck off? <clears throat> I. <laughs> so, and I try to explain, you know, sub gals, it's not that they want to go to spring break, but they've gotten in the way in the past. Like, they, just didn't, they didn't understand. Mom and dad helped them out. They weren't spoiled, but in my life, many girls I dated, mom and dad didn't spoil them but they were helping them out and these gals would you know they'd have better jobs because the affirmative action was even going on back then and here i am working as a security guard and we don't spend enough time again it. it's like bitch how about you give me the fucking money like all that tuition your parents paid for when you give me that plus interest then i will have time and money that investment your parents made? Oh, by the way, that job your grandfather got you or your uncle got you or your aunt got you? Yeah. Why don't you get them on a fucking phone? Land me a fucking cushy little mid-level income job at the age of 20 fucking four, 20 fucking five. And then I'll have the money instead of working this slop shit th- job. Because, while well, I guess if if I wanted to, maybe I could work in the clergy in a nonprofit. But they don't really pay that well. Got any? Can I, got any help? And then I'd have to I I get enraged because I'm like you are getting in the way of me and my work which is in the way of me and my survival. And if it, if you are going to make me choose between you and me surviving, I will cut you. Now get the fuck out of my way. <laughs> you want to live? Oh. He wants to eat. (laughs) He wants an adequate retirement and not to die in poverty and filth. (laughs) Is especially pronounced in my twenties. That that's the that's where it really because you're still see like I'm okay now. I can eat. The main goal for me is like retirement. I like okay, I'm on track. I can make the money. Strike while the iron's hot. You never know when this shit's gonna go away. That's another thing. Women's expectations that everything's just gonna be easy peasy normal, as evidenced by no one saving up their fucking money. Seven years fees, seven years famine. Oh. <gasps> But yeah, because tw- everything's great. Everything is awesome. Everything is great when you're 20-something, girl. Everything is awesome. What's wrong? Why can't you just fly off to France? <sighs> That's the old classic. He works too much. He doesn't work enough. He doesn't pay. He, he borrows money. Which one is it, ladies? Do you want the guy that doesn't work enough? The guy that borrows money, lives off of you, all the women that complain about the guy's, but they, like, pay for their guy's rent? Uh, his drug deal didn't come in. Oh, I he needs to borrow another 300 Or do you want the guy who works too much and, like, has money? Or did my... Here's the thing, ladies. Here's a rule. Did your parents pay your way through college? Did you get a little help with car insurance and some rent? Did daddy pay for your health insurance? Did daddy still pay for your cell phone bill? Well, how about you shut the fuck up and give some of that fucking money to your man so that my, maybe maybe he could go to Florida with you for spring break? <laughs> couple times. I just never said, oh, you're going make me go back, man. Be working the dog shift, but working double time because I needed to make money. During the, the dot-com recession, I remember this, city of Minneapolis kept jacking up our fucking taxes. Didn't have a real main-time job. Dance class revenue had gone down. And this one gal I was dating, like, I mean, I'd come back just dead tired. Call it fucking, t- are you up? Bitch, you know I'd come home at like 6 a.m. No, you're, mid- you're in a row, what? That didn't last long. I'm the center of the world. Let me get in the way of you even eating. Uh, I think the maintenance of my purpose having a clear set of things put up with not knowing ba da ba 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 There you go. All right. Thank you, Carl. Oh, fuck. I'm to do asshole consulting today. Anonymous writes. He says right up the... All right. This is uh, from a school he forwarded me a screenshot of it. Dear certain college students in the name of the college. We know this is a very challenging time. Oh yes, during these challenging times. Uh and blank college is here to support you like screening you over for $400 a credit. Like colleges and universities across the country including most of the state <clears throat> This county's community college are temporarily adjusting our grading policy in response to COVID-19. Grading policy? Grading? We have a fucking grading policy. A, B, C, D. Percentages, curves. Let the parents, let the teachers figure it out uh beginning april 9th 2020 all spring courses will be covered in a pz credit no credit except for courses or programs that require letter grades due to accreditation dual enrollment and other factors this will also not affect spring 2020 how much they actually spent time some fuck knobs at this college set up a meeting with oh my goodness we must have a meeting to convert to a pass fail or credit no credit you receive a P as your final grade if you have completed all the requirements and earning 70% or more at the conclusion of the course. Please, just let's keep lowering standards. Please, I will never hire a liberal, never, like STEM or go the fuck home. <coughs> Please note that achieving an overall 70% average in the course does not exempt the student from any minimum thresholds, exams, labs. If you prefer, If you prefer to receive a letter grade, According to the course syllabus grading scale, you must communicate your presses to your instructor through the message center in their online web. It's no later than one calendar week. Prior to, you see how compl, overcomplicated they're making this? Hey, we got this P-51 fighter plane. It's easy to assemble. It flies. It's easy to repair. It's wonderful. Let's make this overcomplicated tiger tank that'll drive two miles before breaking down. This is where you're, oh, you, another reason why your tuition is so damn high. How much extra time and labor has to be paid for this on the part of administrators and your professors, by the way, and you? Oh, if I want a grade, I got to go online and da da da. <clears throat> it, it just more instructions about how to get, even with the availability of, availability of credit, no credit grades. You may feel unable to continue with the class and wish to withdraw. We want to lower standards as much as possible because we know every young person today is a pussy and we're pussies right along with you in academic. No, <clears throat> we want to support your academic progress. Just give them their fucking degree then. Huh? If you're going to lower the st- seriously, this is more and more people been talking about just going and buying a degree online. There's like these Pakistani outfits. They'll set up a website and make it look like it's a legit college. Fake, uh, uh, uh web, uh, not website, fake, uh, mailing address and all that. Get a certification. And like, yeah, why not, dude? I mean, really, why not just claim you have your, yourself? I dude, I should do that. I should claim I have a master's in the liberal arts or something. I could pull that off with economics or, or philosophy or whatever. Oh yeah. Yeah. I gotta yeah, here's my degree. Be a waste of time and have to start applying for jobs. Please contact your instructor via the message center to discuss your options, which may include a course extension withdrawal or tuition credit. You should also speak to an academic advisor about how withdrawing may affect your academic plan and your financial aid scholarship veterans benefit. All these systems integrated into this bullshit. Well, thank you. The individual wanted to remain anonymous. So let's keep them anonymous. All right. Let's get to the make sure we're not falling behind on the super chats. Uh, well, here's a couple more. One. Hey, here's our second stream quarterback. If I could be a minimalist with kids, anyone can. Yeah, that's how you got by. Someone emailed me. You no, know, Kevin asked a good question uh, last night, even though it was asshole consulting. He asked, "Well, how did people live on one income back in the 50s?" I said, "Because they spent less." That's that's the short answer. They spent a lot less. Kids lived in, you know, three kids to a room. One bathroom to the whole family. One car to the whole family, you know, and dad knew how to fix the car. Homeschool time, 5 bucks. Would you address the city and state's protests from the people who are fed up? Where do you see normie conformies this fall after summer of no income? Um, <clears throat> I think depending on on location, uh, yes, I agree with it. Like the Michigan protests, oh, hell yeah. If if that, if that I was in that state, I'd be like, okay, I'm taking my boat out. Fuck you. Um, or where they send a helicopter after you because you're camping. I'd be like, oh, really, officer? No, you're going to arrest me. And then you know something, I'll sue or something like that. Uh, I I just I'm I'm forming generally in general. Um, if you talked to me about two three weeks ago, you know I was keeping an eye on the numbers. I'm like, yeah, we we ought to stay in or minimize our traveling, and you know to a certain extent I did. But now as we start to see, okay, your models were about as reliable as your global warming models. Uh, this looks like it's kind of like, okay, we can start loosening shit up, but that Michigan bitch where, I mean, that's, that's tyranny where it doesn't make any sense. Like I, I gotta give our governor, even though he's a Democrat, I gotta give him credit. I'm like, okay, yeah, he's been fair and reasonable so far. Um, I, I, I sense no power hungriness or control on his part, but the Michigan bitch, or why California? But California's always been but you you idiots of California, just all you do is widen your asshole more for the government to insert its ever-growing dick into you. And you're like, but I care. People are shitting in front of my apartment, but I care. They don't even have a house. I care. Where do you see normie conformies this fall after someone with no incomes? So, I like they're all they're going to be even more desperate. <clears throat> they're going to start doing rent strikes. They're not going to pay for their mortgages or their cars because they won't have the money. And Trump's twelve hundred bucks will be as effective as Bush's three hundred dollars before the financial crisis. Any of you remember that? But I have a feeling the economy is going to come back very quickly. Uh, I know I, I have no logical reason <clears throat> or researched evidence to suspect that, but I do. I, I just think it's it's going to be a quarter to come back. We'll all be fine. Some a little bit more than others, but that's because we didn't have kids. We couldn't afford and we saved our money. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, oh, minimalist for the win. Oh man. So, uh, yeah, they're just, they're, they're there's going to be a lot less summer vacations. I know that. I'm really looking forward to South Dakota. I'm really looking forward to going out to where I'm like Moab, South Dakota. I can't wait. Like, hey, going to be some ch- Moab, dude. Average hotel price in Moab is like 250 bucks. It's like this no name town. You wouldn't know unless you're there. And I wonder if it's going to be 250 bucks anymore. I'll be like, oh yeah. I bet you. I bet you're going to be happy to get 150. And even then, I can't afford that. I can't afford 150 bucks a day. That's the problem with Moab, is there's nowhere else to stay. You could try Cortez or Grand Junction, but there's really nowhere else to stay. Green River, maybe. Have them look it up. But um, then you're spending your time driving. And so I really need to make a lot of money someday to just save up a ton. Like, I'm talking, if I want to spend a month out there, we're we're looking at like eight grand to spend a month out there because I don't want to be dicking around here in one of camp. Camping sucks. I don't want to camp. I hate camping. Yes, I do want to go back to a hotel. doesn't have to be a fancy hotel. I just need a bed and a shower because there's nothing worse than like waking up because you slept on rocks all night and then go hike another 20 miles. Then you're just pained. You're not enjoying it anymore. Northland locksmith for five bucks. Royal purple, a waste of money on a new work van. Ask the audience is okay. I'm sure we have some mechanics in the crowd. I want to baby my money machine. I have no idea what you're talking about. Northland locksmith, Smith, Royal purple work van. Oh, is it a Royal purple waste of money? Is a Royal waste of money? I don't know. What do you guys think? Tell them. The competent man for 2 bucks. The 12000 is an advance of the 2020 tax refunds. <laughs> Wouldn't that be hilarious? Wouldn't that be hilarious? A Democrat gets in in 2020, and they, uh, well, uh, we're going to take it. A, did you get a refund? Well, we're going to do a scale, making it complicated once again. Depending on the past your five year average income, you're gonna have that taken away from your tax deduction or your tax refund. Kevin McComber, for five bucks, uh for two, I'm sorry, for two bucks, <clears throat> let the protesters uh, all get coronavirus. They're not. And, and they might, but 75% of them will have either no or very minor symptoms. And they'll get on with their lives just fine. Adriano Ramos, our, our man in Perth. It's like the movie Our Man and Havana, but not quite as exciting. Have you seen anyone get out of the friend zone? No. No, that's the event horizon. That's the black hole. Once you go into the once you go past the event horizon, nothing can escape it. You never get out of the friend zone. You I take that back. There is a way to get out of the friend zone, but it's because the black hole shoots you out. Um, you gotta go live fifteen years of your life you become a great and awesome man and then uh, Tina comes back finds you on Facebook oh hey Fred how you doing i see you're an engineer at boeing oh you know things didn't work out with me and me and Tyrone or Chad or whoever <laughs> the guys on uh Rule zero, they did all the international names for Chad. So obviously Tyrone would be black, but then, you know, Rafael was Spain and uh, what is it? Julio was the Italian and Vladimir was Russian. And then um, what? they had some good ones. I forgot who it was, but uh, let's just say, let's just say Chad. So, So Chad, things didn't work out with me and Chad. Yeah, my kids are doing great. I have seven of them. So what are you doing? That's how you get out of the friend zone. But then you're kind of like, no, let me stay in the friend zone. Just stay right here in the friend zone. <clears throat> Miguel Angel Casillas. Hey, Waterboy, you can do it all night long. Is that from a movie? Well, I'm, I, I'm, a, I'm expecting some I've seen some Italian guys saying that. Ronan Boyle for uh two British pounds. What medals did your granddad and uncle receive in World War II? Um <clears throat> I don't know if they got any medals, maybe some commendations. I'm not I'm not terribly savvy on what's a medal, what's a commendation. I don't both my grandfathers died. One grandfather I that wasn't he was very minimalistic, very sparse, very clean. If he had medals, I didn't know. Um, And then my other grandpa, maybe he did. And then I had a a great uncle who was in World War II, Korea and Vietnam. And he always kept to himself, too. But once again, when he passed away, you know, it wasn't like, oh, wow, a Congressional Medal of Honor. We didn't know. And it wasn't anything like that. So it, it didn't mean these guys didn't serve with distinction. I mean, my grandpa landed on the first wave of Iwo Jima And he was a combat medic. So he was like triaging and patching guys. So I'm sure he saw horror, which I'm sure is why he loved us so much. I think that's a direct consequence where he was just this I've talked about my grandpa before. Just the greatest man ever. And just unlimited love. It just, come here, you little shits and give us a hug and take us to Miller time. Oh boy. To sit with grandpa, man at the bar, we go to VFW, sit at the bar. We get a, we get a full, root beer our own root beer didn't have to share no sharing with my fucking siblings he'd get us our own root beer and he'd have a real bear we'd have miller time and boy that was so uh yeah and none of them and then there's like there was a admiral called bernard clary uh and people are like hey you related this like no those are the successful ones <laughs> there's a couple pockets of clary's uh and they're all much more successful than my my uh Tribe of Clarys, we're we're uh, we're the black sheep of the squadron. (laughs) We uh, we are not the successful ones. Uh, DJ AfterShock for five bucks. UC Berkeley offers a degree in social welfare, public health, disabilities, and media studies to piss away. God Almighty, two lines just to describe one degree. Hooray, or millennial it up, or hurry or millennial it up. Everybody should go get that degree. just go get it with ladies. Empower yourself. Empower, bring justice, whatever. I'd love to see the, the marketing material on that degree. Are we caught up? No, we're not caught up. <clears throat> Got a lot of stuff to go through here though today too. I do want to get through the happy. Me- if anything, to clean up my emails. Robert Flores for five bucks with homie Depot open. Some home upgrades are getting done. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen that. A lot of guys working out. Um, you drive down, you see yard work. A guy's doing... Fence posts and things like that. Curiously, not a lot of women putting in fence posts. Uh, Some home upgrades are getting done. Corona has made me industrious since being retired. Can't eat with friends. I still go to my speakeasy where the fuzz does not allow us to be. Breaking the law. Breaking the law. All right, let's get through some more uh, good news. Uh, Written from, I don't know, Anonymous or not. not. IT contractor on a W2 semi-master race. Last July, I was assigned to take over a big account from Karen who left the company. Karen spent five days creating two weekly usage PowerPoints, 12 megs and 11 slides each. Seems like a lot of memory for 11 slides. And four weeks creating the monthly portfolio PowerPoint, 30 megs and 20 slides. A dozen instructional docs, twenty Excel workbooks with hundreds of tabs of data going back to the two thousand and ten hours worth of how-to videos were provided to me. Karen warned me on accuracy, how accuracy was paramount, and how the data had to be checked and confirmed, or else there were would be more serious questions. I remember in the olden days before we had databases, and I mean there were databases, but wasn't a point click database or um, what was it, SQL? They'd have us go through, like, just the, the old dot matrix with the holes on the side, having to go through that and enter data. Like, okay, it's the 40th column in. You do this, Mr. College Graduate Man, because we're two. It's like, oh, no, fuck you. So, you boomers fuck this one up. Go fuck yourself. I'm not doing this. Taking, you know, computer data shit from the 1970s, like, on the tape? <clears throat> nope. Karen warned me how accuracy was paramount and how the data had to be checked and confirmed or else there would be serious questions. This is slated as a full-time IT position. I also support three other accounts. Long story, I fixed it. Or long story short, I fixed it. Created weekly PowerPoints in two hours under 250 kilobytes each. Create monthly PowerPoint in six hours under 800 kilobytes. I listened to Corona Chan, Cappy Clan uh, broadcasts, Modern Life John, Oh. Uh, oh, modern life dating. I, I would I had a name for that. Like old school life courtship, Frank. Uh DT at the blackbrigade.org and several other live streams when time permits. Does this make me a bad person? No, <clears throat> it just makes you a normal person who gets their shit done, who's talented. Look, you're just you're a superior person to Karen, but who isn't? Oh, that's good to hear. That's good to hear. Uh, Zach, will be getting to your email later. Kevin, I'm going to get to your uh, asshole consulting requests. I think we're all caught up. Made the payment. Airbnb. Says, uh, okay. So here's the guy that put two M's at the end of the. Yes, I I, I uh, made extra money off of him. So that's good. All right. So we're done with that. We're out of. We're done with that one. Um. Let's do some good news real quick. Speak of World War II heroes. <clears throat> uh, this is a Facebook post from 2015. It says 70 years ago today, April 11th, 1945. What 75 years ago now? Although a couple days ago, and someone sent this to me because I'm a huge fan of Hogan's Heroes. Robert Clary, not related and spelled wrong was liberated from the Buchenwald Nazi concentration camp. He was the youngest of 14 children. 12 other members of his immediate family were sent to Auschwitz. Clary was the only survivor. When he returned to Paris after the war, he learned that three of his siblings had not been taken away and survived the Nazi occupation of France. He played Lebeau on TV show Hogan's Heroes. Some of the major actors on Hogan's Heroes were Jewish. Now, this is I do remember, and it's hilarious. Let's see if you can pay attention here. Some of the major actors on Hogan's Heroes were Jewish, Robert Clary, Werner Klemplerer, Colonel Klink, John Banner, Sergeant Schultz, Howard Kane, Ma- Major Hochstetter, and Leon Askin, General Burkhalter. Robert Clary, John Banner, and Leon Askin were all actual survivors of the Holocaust. Werner Klempler escaped Nazi Germany in 1933. Now, <clears throat> here's who the Jews are playing. I don't know if you watch Hogan's Heroes, but you must have some kind of general knowledge. H- Colonel Klink. Sergeant Schultz, Major Hochstetter, and General Burkhalter. Those are like the four main Nazi characters. And I remember in a good documentary, not documentary, but um, some report or research into Hogan's Heroes is before they launched it, they were like, well, how are people going to react to this? Like uh, it was based on the movie Stalag 17. Like, should we be making this a comedy and be lighthearted? And these guys were volunteering to play the Nazis because the Nazis are dopes that, I mean, Sergeant Schultz, you all know Sergeant Schultz, but you have to see the show because they're all, they're cartoonish. All these characters are cartoon, but the only one is General Burkhalter. Who's this big fat <coughs> German guy, but major Hochstetter's is this constantly angry uh, SS major. <laughs> and they're all Jews. So uh, Robert Cleary is still alive today. I think. Um, and he, he was the short little dude and, uh, yeah, he'd always, he'd always, uh, he was the French guy, but what I liked, the uh, my favorite part about, um, Robert Cleary's character is, uh, there'd always be the hot, somehow a lot of hot chicks ended up on Stalag 17. They, a lot of hot chicks ended up visiting prisoner of war camps where there was a Russian gal who'd always come in. Oh my goodness, Hogan, darling, <clears throat> and LeBeau always had a crush Oh, sweetheart, I will do whatever you want. <laughs> and Hogan never knew if she, whose side she was on, and he always had to play her a little bit strategically. But but uh, LeBeau was oh, whatever you want, darling. I would, have, and he'd always look up and have to kiss her if he could. But she give him a kiss on the cheek, and he'd be excited. You, got, you guys have got to watch Hogan's Heroes. That's what I'm thankful for. Hogan's Heroes, great show. Ranks up there with, with uh, Archer, and uh, Venture Brothers and Die Hard. It's 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 that good. Cool. Just want to get to that, and we are. Uh, let's get to some other happiness and joy. Oh, I made a sale on Red Bubble. Let me update you on this. <laughs> Speaking of shit you don't want to deal with. Speaking of what, what grain of sand is in this finely tuned engine now? I spend an hour and a half going to Redbubble. Actually, let me provide the link. Who knows if it works? Um, where is it? Did I get merch? Uh oh no, I gotta update it. Give me a second here, guys. So I set up a merch account through Redbubble. Spent an hour and a half trying to get my shop up. I can create products but I can't get the shop to list them. So I'm like, okay, hour and a half of time. Is this working? Perfect. Hour and a half of time dicking around, trying to get shit to work. Finally get it to kind of work. I can get links to individual stuff. I can't get my shop to work, but I get individual links. So I post a a post on my blog with a list of the key things you want to buy, coffee mugs and whatever else. Then all of a sudden, I get an email from Redbubble. Sales were going good. we were, I, I made like a, a sale a day. You do the math. Hour and a half a time. Admittedly, some frustrations, but I, I and God, I won't lie. Guys, it's expen- expensive as fuck. Shit, it's expensive. <clears throat> Expect to pay twenty bucks for a coffee mug, thirty for a pillow, and I don't know what the what the clock will cost, but it, it's very expensive. Okay, so I'm, I'm I, but I don't set the pricing, so don't get angry at me still getting a getting a sale or two I only get two bucks profit off of the thing cool you know what hour and a half of time over the course of life you know a year, two bucks a day that's six hundred bucks that's a good hourly wage very good hour hourly wage. It's not working the way I want it to exactly, <clears throat> but you know what here we got it it was a capitalistic positive r o i entrepreneurial return on my investment. Two or three days later go by. I get a notification every time. Oh, a sale. Like, ah, look, $2. Yay! It's like getting a $2 bill. Hey, look, I put an image on a thing and I uploaded an image. Boom. All of a sudden, I get an email. Uh, Not your, your account's been closed. Not that your image has been deemed inappropriate. And instead of making $600, and I was like, oh, looks like I'm going to make $5 an hour. Looks like I wasted my my hour and a half there and my blood pressure's going up. I'm like, "Is, is there an alien master thing in space that just has to make everything so fucking annoying and overly complicated? I'm like, what the fuck is it now? So my image was deemed inappropriate which doesn't make sense on Redbubble because Vince over at the Masculine Geeks has a Redbubble account. And the reason he went with Masculine Geek is because they would allow, not rated acts. i I'm sure they do, but you're allowed to have mature content. And there's even an option. But you go online, there's way more nasty shit than uh, the great Merciful Corona Chan that Figo drew, drew for us. And I don't care why, I didn't care to send it in, so I simply re-uploaded the same image and marked it as mature. And so far, it looks like it has took. Maybe it was because it had Corona Chan. The first image had good morning Corona Chan written on it. Now it's just Corona Chan. It's PG-13, shall we say. It's not nude. I marked it as mature. So far, so good. Hope's not up. Hope is not high. And I'm just again, it gets back to that idealism. Oh, Clary, your idealism—that there might be this world where people have their heads out of their asses. This, but what I don't get with with the Red Bubble uh, or any kind of online platform is: Do you guys really think spending money, time, and resources auditing, censoring, and editing everything everybody uploads? I got it. You don't want kitty porn up on your site. I get it. You got to have a couple people. You don't want Kill Whitey or Kill the Jews as a shirt. I get that. But you got an animation pinup girl, or maybe it said Corona Chan. You want to talk about the real Nazis? Like the Karens of the world, the ones who are going to call the narc line, Frank and Bob are having a cigar in their backyard and they're not practicing social distancing. Like, what the fuck? And it's so tiring and taxing because this is like, oh, this is the world I get to live in. Be it socializing. I want to have a barbecue with my friends and I can't because Karen's going to call the cops. On me. I mean, I want to camp out in the middle of nowhere. No, the cops are going to come get me. I want to have a pinup on a coffee mug. Oh, no. that It's not the government. This isn't the government. The government's not coming in and telling Bubble, which I think is owned by NBC or CBS or something like that. Oh, we can't have that. Some bureaucratic fuck. Somebody with wrong, truly wrong thinking because they're anti-freedom and they just got something up their ass is they're, they're laying moral judgment or value. Like, it's not even that. It's some kind of judgment about <clears throat> what they're going. To, it's tyrannical. I disagree with this. And therefore, nobody can have it. And this is on a site that allows mature content. And it, <laughs> to have innovation, <clears throat> creativity, and to explore new ideas and thoughts, You got to let people create shit that maybe you dislike or or find distasteful. You want to offer a platform. Hey, look, we have ideas, but only some ideas. Hey, you're a content creator. Create whatever you want within some guidelines here. And it's just like, why? What? Not only a philosophical, ethical sense. Like, why are you? Ju- what? Who are you to moralize? That's what. I'm, get get the fuck out of here, Seven Hundred Club from the nineteen eighties. Christian right wing nut job. Per- get the fuck out of here. I bet you you did hate the religious right. You're against the religious right. You're pro-abortion. Why are you against me having a pinup? Up by all means, a very modest pinup. Get the fuck out of here. You fucking hypocrite. And so what kind of... And and do you want to make money? Do you want to make money? Can you just make the fucking... I want to know where the shareholders are. Look, I know. You're going to hire... All you got to choose from is this pool of indoctrinated leftist Marxist tyrants who are going to moralize and lecture their political religion as opposed to the 1980s when the religious right wanted to moralize their right-wing religion. Or the religious religion. <clears throat> I know that's your, your that's your your labor pool. But can you managers say, hey, only look for child porn, threats against people's lives, and other shit like mutilated bodies or something completely off the wall? All right. But if there's a goddamn pinup, I don't care, Karen. What's what's a what's a millennial censor, Karen? Name Tanner. I don't care if you disagree with it. If it doesn't meet these three things, leave it be. And you shouldn't have to hire sensors. You should be able to have like a handful of people that go through the new stuff that's uploaded. Fine, 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 fine. Oh, whoa, 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 what's this? Oh, that's fucked up. Animal mutilation, that's, whoa, no, out, out. But who the fuck is sitting there? Who's in charge? And then who's in charge of that person's in charge? Who uh, Are the shareholders? Connected at all to knowing what's going on. So anyway, I'm going to post this in the link now. Here's I re-uploaded the new one. So far, it seems to be fine. I think it's because it had Corona Chan mentioned in it that they didn't want. And I found a way, accidentally, thankfully, that now you just go to this site. It's not my shop. If you go to my shop, it's shit. Because apparently they have an algorithm. We'll let you know what images we decide to upload to your shop. Like, oh, thanks. So it's not really my shop, is it? But whatever fucked up reason, these control freaks don't know about this link. Or maybe they know about it. But you can, as if you're logged in, <clears throat> you can click to see, okay, all show all products with this image on it. And it'll show and you get a URL. I'm like, hmm. You know, let me see that URL. Let me log out, save the URL and, and try to go to that site again, not being logged in. It works. And so now let me, let me double check it. Let me see. Well, let me test my link on my blog, captaincapitalism.blogspot.com, by the way, you might have to click, um, show mature stuff. Let's just click on this, the iPad case skin. Does it take me to the buy place? It does. There you go, guys. The solution is solved. Happy day. Normally, the, the dealing with grains of sand in the engine doesn't end this well. It doesn't end with me just trial and erroring, figuring out the problem, or troubleshooting it, and then there's now a much better link all of a sudden provided. It's It's awesome. It's just like, I'm so happy. That's what I'm thankful for. The grain of sand was not only removed, but we improved the engine on top of it. So if you guys wanted to buy it, I don't know. There's a lot of options they got. Um, and I will be uploading other stuff, other images like, you know, the Clary podcast logo and shit like that. But um, yeah, for now, if you want to get the great merciful Corona Chain, you can. And I, again, I apologize. It, dude, je- the prices are expensive. And I looked at other pricing and it's, it's all that expensive. So you must really, really, really want a Corona Chan clock. Okay. So there we go. Uh Nate for two bucks. Ask homeschool time to disprove gravity. He smart. Disprove gravity. Can't disprove it. It's real. The competent man for two bucks. Canada Edmonton crude <clears throat> is a negative 3.14 per barrel. Well, are they still producing it? Is it? They can't be producing it. They got to be just like storing it. So now it's a storage problem for the oil companies, isn't it? Osama Abdu for five bucks. Aaron, I'm one of the many black men who are avid followers that thank you very much. Uh, what percent of your followers would you estimate are black? I, it's hard, but what prompted me to write the black man's got out of poverty is because I kept getting questions disproportionately, um, from black and Hispanics and a, a fair amount of immigrant Americans too, like predominantly Asian and Indian and and Asian East Asia, Central Europe. It it was a whole smorgasbord. Uh, And I I didn't do anything really detailed or analytical, but it was like a third. And here's what I probably have to look up. I'm like, well, blacks only account for 12% of the population. Black males, only six. Uh, Latinos, probably roughly the same proportion. So I got a third of my email requests coming from 12% of the demographic population. And that's why I'm like, well, there's there's an untapped market here. So I'm, I'm onto some. So that's why I wrote that book. But then I started wondering, based on birth rates or age cohorts, it's like, yeah, 70% of the United States is white. But by 2047, whites will be only half the population because a higher percent of the younger population is not white. And then I'm like, okay, well, wait, does that, does that now make sense? Is a third, and it still didn't make sense because a third of people under whatever, 30 or 40, a third of them are not black and Latino males. Uh, so there is a legitimate thing. And, and it makes complete and total sense uh, that it's the males because you want to talk about the guys are getting screwed over by the government stealing your women. It ain't whitey Stay. I like to uh, look all the white men on the, whenever the <clears throat> seek, not seeking arrangement, the, uh, was it okay, Cupid? There was that color coded graph. It was scaled like red was low, green was high. And white males were the most sought after. And I think Asian females were the most sought after on the women's side of the, everyone was, oh, look, I'm not a white male. Da, da, da. Um. <clears throat> oh shit, where was I going with that? Oh shit, I forgot. I was going to make a very valid point. Oh, that's what it was. Oh, I was like, uh, wait a minute. <laughs> that's what I was going to say. I was like, wait a minute. Uh, your gals, including ours, but not to quite the extent, have been totally propagandized to not want you or need you. And girlfriend, you deserve this and you deserve that and the government checks. So I think a lot of minority men... Uh, are that's what the uh, onus or the impetus is to get non-white males to start looking at alternative—I don't want to say alt-right, but at least not leftist, at least not the scripted narrative. And so, uh, since men are interested in getting the girls, and it mathematically, if you want to use OK Cupid as it, they're not getting it. A lot of minority men end up here. This is why a high disproportionate percentage of the Indian, not American Indian, Indian in India, India men. Who come over here whether they're immigrants or students how do i get the girls and because they're like bottom they're the total bottom on that okay cupid thing and in part it's because of propaganda what women have been told blah 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 but a lot of it is especially within the black community where it's most pronounced your women do not need you they do not need you you have been fully replaced with government checks and even though maybe we don't understand the mathematical or the economic, you know, consequences or reasons for it, all of a sudden uh, the the black man is facing this black woman who's got attitude, lip, bunch of other guys, children, <laughs> talk to the hand, all that other shit, disproportionately caused by government checks, disproportionately caused by women not needing men wholesale within that community, um. So that does explain why a disproportionate, even though if we account for the fact that there's a higher statistical presence of minorities being uh, born, uh, what really I think drives, and you can see this across any kind of red pill community, um, <clears throat> Donovan Sharp, he's a black dude, uh, O'Shea Jackson, black dude, uh, but then also uh, you tune into Rich Cooper, Canadian white dude, can you get any more white than, than Rich Cooper uh, Rolo Tomasi white dude. But in the audience, I think you do see a disproportionate number of black and Latinos because the red, they've been most blue pilled out of all of them. The women have certainly been most blue pilled and feminized and feminist out of all of them. And then they're the ones coming and looking and searching. And that's where you find, uh, the, uh, the red pill. So I bet you what you're going to find is, uh, my site was not, not unique. I bet you, you will find a disproportionate number of minority men in the red pill community because they're the ones that are getting the most backlash from feminism, if that makes any sense. So there's that. Uh, well, I don't even know how to pronounce this. Accounting and learning to code. You're a wizard, Cappy. Um, I'd learn to code. That's what I would do. Uh, but accounting, get it? you go CPA or you go home. That's what you do. Go see Pierre. Go home. Uh, A guy with no name. What is that? The Norwegian flag for two bucks. Pen. What's pen? Two pen. God, this better not be a shitty currency. What is pen? No, that's not it. Pen. Peruvian. Peruvian souls. Oh, is one soul worth 29 cents? I thought the Peruvian soul would cause didn't wasn't Peru taken over by some Marxist uh native over there? I think it was Peru. Yeah, that's where all the communists throw big ass rocks on the mountain road so nothing can get to their villages. So that's like fifty fa- cents. Thank you. Thank you. Are we caught up? We are caught up. All right. Uh, So now I had a sale on Redbubble. What did they buy? Congratulations. Oh, he bought two things. What did he buy? He bought a mug. Oh, he bought two mugs. Oh, that's wonderful. Thanks, guys. Let's go through the happy fan mail. In my other email account, if you have happy Fan i send it. It's from Jim, how goat farmer built the doomsday machine that just booked a 4,144% rate of return. Ah, it's in Forbes. It's involved. I don't, the guy has a <clears throat> hedge fund basically that if the economy or the stock market crashes, he makes tons of money and he did. And then I guess he, he runs a goat farm out in Michigan or maybe he doesn't because the, the uh, governor down there shut everything down. All right, we already read through that one. That. Oh, I got to talk to Bunker Bob. Might as well talk to Bunker Bob. Fair Exchange, does that sound all right? Do you have a PDF version? No, I don't know. I don't want to send say- Bob, I'm not going to send you a PDF version. I'll send you a physical version. Lame, Mark Bunker Bob. Oh, maybe we're all caught up. <clears throat> From Mike, Aaron, we are fighting a baby boomer war. My friend and my parents are the same age. My father has been going to work every day. And my mother looks for reasons to leave the house, walks shopping, etc. His parents barely leave the house. We are casualties of the baby boomers and their solipsism. They're the ones pe- feeding the panic. They are the most evil self-serving generation in history. Give them time. Give the millennials time. They're competing. They're jockeying for a position. Um, yeah, I don't know. I can understand where some of the boomers, if they have a condition they're staying in. I know uh, a buddies of mine, father, he had cancer. So obviously dude's in his seventies too. So I, I understand. Uh, but if you stayed in shape, looked like this would be fine. Oh, maybe there wasn't, maybe I caught up with everything. Oh, look how clean and crisp my email is now. I could delete that. I can delete that. We are caught up, ladies and gentlemen. There was the happy mail. <clears throat> All right. Let me go through sponsors. Uh What is it? What's, what's Oh, Good Morning Corona Chan is sponsored by How Not to Become a Millennial. Written by me and Vince Barrett. Get this book. Save your life. Save somebody else's life. That's assuming if they're ever going to listen to it. Reconnaissance man. If uh, if you got time, hotels are cheap. Gas is real cheap. Now's the time for a road trip. Go and explore the United States now to figure out why, where you want to live later. So you don't buy five houses and pay five realtor uh, commissions, uh, which could actually go to pay for a retirement. Go get reconnaissance man. Find out where to go and drive and live if for any other reason to travel bachelor pad economics the financial advice bible for men there you go you guys know what that's all about i'm gonna assume everyone in my audience has pretty much bought it they're gonna buy it and so if you want to get for somebody else go ahead otherwise refer recommend uh good morning corona chan to your family and friends curse of the high iq if you are wondering why you can't meet people either dating or socially I'm like, why are they so stupid? (laughs) I was talking to a buddy of mine. I can't say we're having dinner. And he was talking about these gals in the past, how he'd be like, oh, they're so pretty. And then he'd go on a date with like, And he'd just be sitting there listening to him talk. And all he could think about is, how are you so stupid? (laughs) And uh, because beauty prevents intelligence. That's how simple it is. Beauty prevents intelligence. You you, you can have beauty and intelligence coincide, but that woman must have been ugly or fat in one time and has gone through the Herculean trials and tribulations to maintain her intelligence and to accurately and precisely know and understand what her beauty is. That is, <clears throat> that, and those are rare. Those are rare. But otherwise, for the most part, beauty is antithetical to intelligence. Now, people have made the argument that it's antithetical to wisdom. You can have someone who's very pretty, have a very high IQ, but they're still ignorant, uninformed, because they've never had to be. I'll grant you that. I'll grant you that. But if you're very smart, and you're trying to find friends, and they, they want to sit and watch the TVs, you're trying to find uh, a lover... And they're they're dumber than rocks, and all he wants to do is talk about the sports ball, where you are one of the fine women who maybe got a little bit more educated and want to talk, I don't know, philosophy, politics, uh <clears throat> a career profession. Or you're a guy and girls talk about Simon Scorpio. I don't know if you and I could date because like you're a Pisces and I had a girlfriend, and yeah. So get that book, Curse of the High IQ. Enjoy the decline, accepting living with the death of the United States, although I think we're in much better position now that China. is that? Worthless, young person's indispensable guide to choosing the right major. <clears throat> now with high school graduation coming up or not. <laughs> you get the kid who's going to graduate from high school in your life this book. They won't read it. They won't read it. The real point purpose of this book is to get this book. Don't have it wrapped up and have them open it up later. Oh, no. You give them this book and like, here, here's your graduation gift. I'm And film it. Film it. I'm telling you to read this book now and do what is in this book. And I'm filming it so that 15 years from now, when you're still living at home and you got a ton of student loan debt, you're bailing for a taxpayer bailout. I have photographic video proof of me telling you not to do this and telling you to read this book. Which will only take the average high school graduate—I don't know—two hours to read through this, three maybe at most. I'm going to college to find myself. Black man's guide out of poverty. I was going to write the Black man's guide to poverty, but the Democrats have been experts. They already wrote the book on that, so I don't. Know. <laughs> which is sadly true. But uh, if if you are a more serious, uh, black gentleman, and uh, you want to get out of poverty. There you go. Uh, so that's it. And then the Penn's Principle, uh, written by Randy Bentwick. This is basically how not to get me too how not to get falsely accused of rape, how to keep your nose clean. Uh, and like a lot of the advice in this book, I'm like, oh, <laughs> well, old captain wasn't perfect. And old captain was, uh, he had a couple drinks in his day. Uh, I am not batting a thousand. I, I never raped anybody. But you start to wonder, like, yeah, I did try to kiss a girl one time at a party. Is that going to haunt me now? Nineteen ninety-five. I did try to kiss a girl at a party one time. I, I, seriously, you wonder, like, okay, well, the flimsy evidence, uh, what was it <clears throat> Blacey Ford came up against Kavanaugh with? I really do wonder. What's even worse is the stories about men who were sent to prison for rape and were exonerated thirty years later. So they spent all their th- more than a third of their life, all of their youth, in prison because they upset someone. Oh, fucking hell! Like that's the scary shit. That's the real scary shit. So get that book, read through it. Doesn't take that long. Got that there. Uh, if you're looking for a podcast to tune into after this, we have a masculine geeky. Go to YouTube. Search for Masculine Geek. Um, They uh, kind of, if you're looking for a break from politics or whatever we talk about, I don't know what we talk about here. Uh, They go into being masculine, being a geek, the crossroads there, which actually has a surprising amount of uh, material. Also interesting, crossroads, almost like an underground community where it's like, no, we're not a bunch of crazy whiny um, Asperger's and Autist's who cry when we don't get we don't roll a natural 20. Uh, it is okay to be masculine and be a geek, and I have an interesting article here when we get to it. Uh, so go to YouTube and search for Masculine Geek if you're looking for that. You can go to MasculineGeek.com. <clears throat> and then the Black Brigade. Go to BlackBrigade.org. If you're looking for a darker, more cynical, more angry podcast, I'm, I'm putting his YouTube channel in the comments section now below, where you could go ahead and click on that if you're looking for a podcast after that let me scroll make sure a lot of this is this is what you'd have a producer for but i'm my own producer i did the merch talked about academic composition you guys got papers you don't want to write go to academiccomposition.com where alex and his crack team of writing stuff will write your papers for you Uh, And he is also always hiring in either case, whether you contact him to employ his services or to inquire about employment, tell him that the captain sent you. So, you know, you came for me, the science of mastering women. um, That is a book by Linda gross. I'm going to copy and put that in the comments section. She has done a very exhaustive analytical study, uh, kind of seeking alpha. Like she's, she's, whittled away all the possible things that could be explained by rules and logic and algorithm and law and mechanics. So if you do these things, you drastically increase your chance to get the girls. It's a bit more of a scientific approach. Um, she is a doctor in psychology. She has talked to many other girls. So I posted that in the comment section. So go ahead, and take a look at that. Then, if you want to help out the show, go to olderbrother.com slash donate. You can donate to PayPal. You get nothing. You can go on a patron member. There's a, pay, a patron link. I got to upload some stuff to patron. I haven't uploaded some new stuff there in a while. <clears throat> I tried to. What did I try to do? Oh, that's right. I tried to do a road trip podcast, and it's just too depressing, too sad. I had nothing to say, so I didn't upload that. And... um. Oh, yeah, the third one, the Amazon affiliate program, but they're whittling down the percentages to 3%. So, I mean, yeah, sure, still do all your Amazon shopping through that link. I get 3% now, I guess. Uh, but it all adds up. It all adds up. Look, one opportunity rises, red bubble, as the other one goes away, Amazon affiliate. How do he make his fortune? Selling anime mugs. That'd be great. I'd become like this great philanthropist, billionaire, uh, Aaron Clary, philanthropist, billionaire, made his money selling anime mugs. Here's his collection. The original one being the great merciful Corona chat. People taking pictures. Although I guess pictures. Uh, And that's it uh, for the sponsors. Related to Dungeons and Dragons from campusreform.org. This university is offering credit for learning to play Dungeons and Dragons. I'm going to say it again. The current state of Dungeons and Dragons is that you cannot, you cannot play a physical game of Dungeons and Dragons unless you're mentally ill. You must have uh, Aus- uh, Asperger's, Asperger's, autism, social anxiety, or some other socially crippling disease where you cannot play the game. That's basically what is required to play a physical game of Dungeons and Dragons like in person, which means you can't play the game. I've tried. I've gone to multiple comic book places, brought my bag dice, brought my character sheet, got my rule book ready to go. I'm like, wow, I am the only one who's touched a vagina here. I literally am. And you cannot play a game because they are so either actually generally mentally ill or so socially impaired, they cannot play the game. So whether they're faking it or not, oh, I got the social anxieties. I don't care if you got it or not. In either case, you can't play this game, right? Or, or we can, we can play it on Spurg level where there's no real game. Shoot. Drew was talking about the time he went in and he wanted to, I don't know if you know what Dungeons and Dragons is, but it's kind of uh, World of Warcraft, uh, <clears throat> the uh, the Ring, Lord of the Rings. You know, going around killing orcs and slaying dragons and, and drinking grog. It's violence. They had a pacifist Dungeons and Dragons game he walked into where they all wanted to negotiate and talk their way out of it. And he came in like, well, I take my sword out of an eye tower." attack. Oh, well, we don't do that here. And he's like, what? What? And he left. I My last visit to a Dungeons and like a physical Dungeons and Dragons game was when the 27-year-old started crying because we wouldn't let him cast his spell because it would notify we hadn't opened the door yet and um you cannot play a physical game of Dungeons and Dragons. So the only other place you could play it is online with people you know who have jobs and touched vagina. Okay. That's the only way you could play it. And even there, maybe you got the 40-year-old virgin. Okay, but he's kind of cool. You know, okay, fine. Stereotypical guy's got his two-liter of Mountain Dew. He's fat. He hasn't touched a woman's vagina, but he's developed social. Uh, graces where he knows. Sometimes they're really good. They know the rules and laws. You don't have to look it up in the book. Oh, no, that's like a D6. And then, uh, oh, okay. <clears throat> or they'll make a point of order, but not an interruptive point of order because they got to strut their stuff because that's all they know is the rule book of Dungeons and Dragons. They, so you still get your nerds, but you cannot. Normal people cannot play Dungeons and Dragons today. You are not allowed. It's not that you're not allowed. You'll walk in, you'll be like, what the? you're, You're literally going into an insane asylum. You might as well go to like the fourth level of a critical care nursing home and talk to the people like, ah. You can't. Normal people cannot play physical games of Dungeons and Dragons. You have to go online or you get a group of guys and gals together in your local neighborhood or physically nearby and you play that game. Well, good luck getting five of your friends do anything after the age of 30. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. oh, they think I'm joking. I get a lot of young 20-somethings there. Hmm. You're just antisocial. No wonder you don't have friends. I'm like, just wait. Just wait. You think your BFFs are going to be there forever. Just wait till they meet Chad. Just wait till he gets laid. Just wait till he actually touches a the pussy. Then you'll never see him again just just wait till wifey poo says no you can't go out with the guys just you wait this is me holding a cigar dragging a puff and blowing it out with squinted eyes pointing gesturing with the cigar on my two fingers as a position of superiority and authority and i told you so Ness. just you go ahead do that kid yeah go ahead that's where you raise your elbow. Oh, is that so? That's the, I, I. oh, is that so look. When you drag younger, uh, inexperienced 25-year-old saying, like, well, you're just a dickhead, you kind of, oh, is that so? <laughs> Never been able to do that where people smoking a cigarette. I don't smoke cigarettes, but they could take the cigarette, <laughs> drag it in, and then talk, well, and then blow out the smoke. I'm like, how the fuck do you not blow out smoke when you're talking? Where does that go? Like did you develop a like a, a chamber the smoke stays, you switch the thing and a cigars, you drag it in then you get then you talk or you talk with the smoke coming up, but that's all poofy and it gets in your eyes. You do not inhale cigar smoke. is the key difference between regular smoke and eye. anyway, <clears throat> back to uh the article. Castleton University in Vermont. I don't even want to know what Castleton... Wait, hang on. What does Castleton University cost for tuition? Castleton University tuition. $28,000 out of state. Oh, it's all picturesque in the hills of Vermont where all the effeminate people go. Um... College credit the students to learn how to play Dungeons and Dragons. Greg Angle, assistant professor of psychology department, will plot a virtual course on how to play the popular tabletop game. I would love to see a modern day, and he's very effeminate. I would love to see a modern day effeminate professor in psychology create a game, a campaign that is fun. Because you know he's going to make every accommodation and put po- for politics and putting politics first. There and th- there won't be gender. Oh, we're going to talk about there. It's like, can we get to the orcs? I fine. You're you're a transsexual orc. Fine. Can we go kill the elves? You know it's you know this is going to be a shit show. Uh, there is strong evidence, not proof of the benefits of having healthy recreation recreation opportunities is something that isn't built into our society. It's not. What are games? What are sports? What are clubs? What are social activities? What's ballroom dancing? Making time for hobbies can help reduce stress, improve health and performance in other areas such as family, work and school angle reason. Thank God someone's paying this guy $500 per credit, but he gets only a fraction of it because the rest of got to go to maintain our business campus and hiring, paying our assistant reserve deputy assistant diversity director a quarter million dollars a year. But the class will reportedly be simply on how to play the game rather than the game's supposed psychological importance. Dungeons and Dragons promotes critical thinking and problem-solving skills that are transferable to students' future academic work and their lives. Can we give up on the critical thinking? Just stop it. Please, college, just stop it. It is not a skill. You do not need a class. Living the real world, in a pr- that, that that develops critical thinking, and critical thinking is a choice. You either look at the evidence and get rid of your biases and your preferences and your hopes and your dreams and your wants and your desires and decide on the cold, callous data in front of you, or you don't. You either be an adult or not. It's not a skill. It's not a thing. For fuck's sake, you goddamn liberal arts majoring motherfucking pieces of degenerate parasitic shit. Stop saying employers look for critical thinking skills. Well, when do you fucking develop them? I I mean, really, if you have to take a class to develop critical thinking skills, that is like taking a class to learn how to wipe your ass. You're a fucking moron. Uh, learning to identify, learning to identify different ways to approach a problem is valuable for students who wish to enter the workforce or continue their studies in graduate school. Engel told campus reform, at least he was brave enough to go with campus reform. Let's give Dr. Engel, I guess is his official title. He also explained that the game is useful for creating communities and positive social interaction, which are known to improve student success. Engel said that the goal of the one credit course is to help create a, a greater sense of community on campus. Reasoning that there's evidence of improved outcomes for students who have a sense of belonging if connected with others on campus. What the f- Honest in God's name of fuck. When do you work? Uh, we realize that we ought to be teaching our students critical skills that are employable. So we're going to teach them this and that and here and there and go and get you out of here as quickly as possible so you might go. What, college students aren't known for being social on their own? They need help? Students at Castleton are divided all over whether offering this class for academic credit is a good idea. Delaney White, head of sophomore kinesiology major, says if enough people enjoy and want to learn about it, why not put it towards academic credit? There are music and art classes that goes towards academic credit, but others see it as a waste of resources. Amber Kimball, sophomore, health science major. Oh, Amber, you mean like your entire degree is a waste of fucking time, but you're going to complain? Really, Amber, are you going to go become a doctor? Are you going to become a surgeon? Are you going to go into health management services and tell the whole world what to do in the one time we have a, a, a pandemic for a month? I personally don't think it should be for credit. I feel it wouldn't help us for reality. Oh, with a health science major, huh? There's no real purpose for it. Like your degree? You know what? Amber Kimball, health science major. If she's going to med school, cool. Oh, this is a PDF Wake Forest. Amber Kimball. No, a lot of Amber Kimballs. What is this college again? Castleton. I'm afraid we're just going to end up with the same article. Amber. No, I want Amber Kimball, not Amy Kimball. Amber Kimball, Google. I don't think we're going to find her. <clears throat> if you said sophomore pre-med major, okay, you would have gotten me on that. I would have uh, said, okay, you go. Sure, on your free time, but playing a game and getting credit doesn't make sense to me. Oh, you mean like your entire college degree that I'm backing up with my taxpayer dollars. You are playing a game, Amber. Your health science major is not a real. What is health science major? Health science major. This sounds like engineering management. Well, I'm not an engineer. I just tell engineers what to do. Health science major starting salary. Yeah. And there's no health science ist. You either become an audiologist, physician's assistant, blah, 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 blah. Health sciences salary. Patrick. Average salary. The average salary is sixty three thousand. What's starting? Yeah, you're looking at more like forty five grand. Okay, Amber. That stuff over there—they're doing for one credit and probably pay two hundred bucks to take. Oh my god, it's such a waste. My degree, however, which is four years and hundred thousand dollars in a worthless degree, this is totally worthwhile. Ah, <sighs> go stem or go home, kids. Uh, ba-da-ba. another student, Phil Kluge, a sophomore in sports management and history. Oh. oh my God. Sports management. Now we need history on top of it. Hey, a sports management and history. Phil, you have won douchebag of the year award uh told campus reform that his school offering classes not related to all academic lesses the value of his college education. Oh yeah, Phil. Oh yeah, you got a lot of value in sports management and history. History. Hey God. Oh God. Hey God. Let's we got to see what this is. Oh, maybe is he a, a history major and on top of it Why is it, what is with the internet today? Sports management here, Castleton. Hang on, I got to see a master's in sports management. Oh, these are all ads. Castleton, sports management degree. All right, I think he is also a history major. Oh, my God. The sports management program at Castleton develops well-rounded professionals, still use an adult trope, huh, who are prepared to succeed in various areas of sports industry. The program incorporates multidisciplinary and interactive coursework, service learning, and practical experience to prepare your career in sports management fields. Gain insight into an array of areas, including ethics, strategic management, and leadership and sports, marketing, and communication with sport, legalities, budget, and finance, and faculties and fitness center management. So maybe you go run like a, a Curves. Huh? Interns. Examples of past intern sh- sites include college athletic departments. So you go to college to intern at a college. More colleges, more college, college. Professional race events. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, man. I, I get a kick out of it. Look at how much time and money they're wasting, unlike my sports management degree and history. Okay, Phil. <laughs> Oh, Phil has more to say to us, ladies and gentlemen. I personally want a degree that is valuable and giving credit to classes like that would take take credibility away from the school and the value of every degree that is being handed out by Castleton University. Don't worry, Phil. I don't think Castleton has a great reputation. If you do that for credit, you could also start FIFA or CS. Go Classes. FIFA or CSGO classes that really doesn't have anything to do anymore with a valuable academic education, he added. Phil, you are precious. You are absolutely precious. Look at those people hitting themselves or shooting themselves in the foot. While well, I They're not smart like me as I bang my head into a wall. Point this out again. I'm going to point this out again. See this, people? See this? Phil didn't read this book. Where's Phil's parents? <laughs> Where the fuck are Phil's parents? Oh, my God. Oh, Juan for $1.99. Latina's not my things, but Tennessee preacher's daughter, though. I got a thing for preacher's daughters. Uh, Not because of the daughter, but to get back at the preacher. I, I, uh, anything, anytime I could defile, uh, someone who's a pro at Christianity or any kind of religion, maybe not even any kind of religion. Uh, but, but the sanctimonious bullshit I had to go through with Christianity, it's like, yeah, I'm going to show you what a preacher's kid can do. Oh, you, you think preacher's kids are like Billy Graham's kid. Oh, isn't that nice? Let me show you what preacher kids are really like uh Miguel Angel Casillas, you ain't going away yet. First, take my money. Now go. Thanks for two bucks. Yeah, I'm, I, we're we, we're gonna round it out here pretty quick because I gotta go and do some other stuff. Is that it? That all we got for the super chats? No, nope, no, nope, there's some more here. Let me scroll back up. Hang on, guys. Hang on. Yep. Booty 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 boo. Roland Zeniol, two a uh, twenty eighteen for five bucks. What do you think about home gyms for young men? Well, now I think they're pretty fucking critical. I had an entire weight set at my old place, and I worked. And then I was like, you know what? It's in the way. I don't have room at my new place that I got. Uh, I also had a roommate at the new place I got to save money, and for the amount that I was making off my tenant, I was like, I could totally afford a gym. And I like the gym; it's another place to go. the The gear and equipment is a lot better; it's more effective. But now, yeah, pretty critically important. You said working out is mandatory for men, but would that be too much stuff to have for a young person it totally depends on on the size of your apartment or your place gyms it and it depends on your finances like if you can't afford it yeah man go go get some weights go get a bench press set go get a pull up bar it's worth it if you can if you got room in your place for it get some uh dumbbells kettlebells a lot of guys swear by kettlebells whatever you got to judge based on your current budget and how much room you got in your apartment. Uh, place I'm building in South Dakota is not that big, but there will be a little bit of a space for a workout room. So I am going to get a, a gym set there. And But then, for example, me, I do a lot of traveling. I love. I, I go to a national gym, and even though it has nothing to do with the workout necessarily, it does have a ton to do with convenience because whether I'm in Vegas or I'm in the Twin Cities or I'm driving, uh, I got access to a gym and they got showers too. So again, like if I'm traveling on my motor, so that serves a tertiary or, or ulterior purpose for me. But if you start making a little bit of money and you know, you ain't got any other debts, you could find an affordable gym. You know, if you, if you're willing to give up a couple of drinks a month, you could afford a cheap gym membership and it's just a place to go. It gives you a different mindset i'm not a big zen guy I change your environment but yeah i i think a gym is worth it uh if you can afford it but otherwise yeah if you're down and out poor kid like i was yeah absolutely go buy yourself some weights at the which you can't find by the way you can't find weights now you can't go to the gym so now I'm, i i thank god i don't know where they were i got two 25 pound weights and um you know push-ups and that's what i'm relegated to i go out to some parks where you can, you can do dips, you can do pull-ups. and But then you look like you're this pedo guy or, you know, like, oh, the cops going to cut? Is this park closed? I don't know. Oh. oh, yeah, Atham. Of course, Atham. Yes, Atham. Oh, no, that's not Atham. That's Kevin. Let's go back to Atham here. Home gym master race. That's another master race, isn't it? That is another superior race, people with their home gym. I've slept under Atham's home gym many a time as he stole my cigars. Kevin for two bucks. Chad said that the tax bill was a giveaway for the rich in corporations. Well, yeah, but they pay the majority of the taxes. And here's the question. There is no, who owns corporations, Kevin? Rich people do. Yeah, they, they own a disproportionate amount of the corporations. Right. But you know who owns the majority? It's pensions. It's your 401k plans. It's the average worker. Do you have an IRA? You do. Do you have a four hundred one k? Yeah. You got TSP. Yeah. Do you have a pension? You do. Well, then you you are a, a corporate shareholder. What do you think those things are funded with? So did Kevin? Did they increase taxes on you? This is something that's always fascinated me about greed and envy, like. Somebody wins the lottery. I'm like, ah, good for them. Somebody catches a big fish. Ah, good for them. Somebody has his own workout gym and steals my cigar. Ah, good for them. I'm like, those rat bastards caught a bigger fish than me. Ah. Fuck, Kevin, can't you just be happy? Some people are rich and made it. Like, hey, good for Mr. Jones. He finally made it. Look at that nice boat he bought himself. Ah, him and his missus are happy. Not really because money won't make you happy. Uh, It helps you. Certainly helps, but it won't guarantee it. But when they're paying the majority of the taxes to begin with, and you cut taxes, yes, it's going to slide that way. It's going to skew that way. I only got a $10 tax cut, and Richard McRitchison got, got a $10,000. Yeah, that's because he pays $10 million in taxes, and you don't pay shit. Matter of fact, you didn't even get a tax cut because you get a tax credit now. I mean that's like me bit like if I was to go into a weight loss competition against a fat guy who's 300 pounds and I, I lose five pounds, but then the fat guy loses a 100 and I'm jealous because he lost more weight. look at that fat guy he lost 100 pounds. And I only lost five that's because he's got more pounds to lose. I don't have that much poundage uh, Elkins in the house. Juan, yo soy socialista, Bernie 20. <laughs> Isn't it estoy socialista? I am socialist, Bernie 2020. Ah, oh, he didn't make it, did he? What out things are going down in Mexico with that? Labrador, whatever the name of the socialist president is down there. Okay, that's it. I think we got everything. I think we got everything. All right. Let us end with the great and merciful Corona Chan prayer. <clears throat> Dear, great, merciful Corona chain, thank you for your non-sentient and zero-fucks-given truth. The teeth and threats that have been missing so much in the real world that are yet necessary for us to value life, acknowledge truth, and love our fellow man. May your nature continue to expose the evil and parasitic among us, the lazy and those that put themselves above all others, our slave masters who have kept us enslaved, teachers who could be replaced by YouTube, and the stupid and unprepared who ride for toilet paper when there is none. Bless us, O Great Corona Chan, reward us, specifically those of us who are smart enough to have a one-month supply of toilet paper and who stocked up on 5.56 ammo as a matter of basic insurance policy. And may thine blessing come in the form of lower asset prices, less boomers, less traffic, cheap gas, and near-free airline flights. In thy name, Wuhan, Wuhan, amen. You may all rise. Are we done with that? We are. We will see you guys later. I am out of here. Toodles.